0: Okay, welcome to episode 70 of the Bible Project. So we're beginning with part one of our working together through the book of Genesis. And by way of introduction I'd like to start by asking a question, because I believe this is a good question to ask. Why should we bother trying to understand these old Bible books? I don't mean why should I bother doing it, because I have my own reasons for doing so But you might think, well, why should I bother with these strange old books? And that's a really good question. You see, the Old Testament, at times, can seem pretty barbaric. You know, because these stories of Abraham and Isaac, they're stories that are really hard to grasp hold of in the modern context. Abraham, at one point, is actually called to sacrifice his own son, which doesn't really seem to us today like a reasonable thing God should ask a father to do. You see, the God in the Old Testament can seem sometimes cruel and arbitrary and demanding and even, some would say, contradictory. But that is also one of the things that gives these books real life, because they haven't been edited together by a politically correct committee, a group of people who were in any way concerned about offending people in the future. If you were going to create a book to form a religion which you hoped everyone on the world would follow, you certainly wouldn't want to portray some of the stories that occur in this book. So on the surface, the Bible can be a puzzling book. And it is a book that has been brought together over more than a thousand years before arriving on its settled form. Yet, even so, this book has outlasted kingdoms and civilizations. It's really interesting to me that it turns out that a book can be more durable even than anything made of brick or stone. It's more resilient than any monument that has ever stood, more durable than any castle that has ever been built, and it has lasted longer than any empire the world has ever seen since the dawn of civilization. Isn't that really interesting? How can stories like this be so long-lasting and long-living? Well, I believe there's a kind of divine mystery going on here. There's a lot today that people do not understand about these ancient books. As biblical literacy is lost in our modern society many don't have any grasp of it either in its historical or its spiritual context. We can't fully comprehend the psychological mindset of the people who wrote it, or the sociological aspect that has created such an incredible impact on civilization. And we still don't understand why, on a psychological level, why so many people still choose to believe in it to this day. Yet this book stands and remains the most important book in the history of the world, and few would argue with that and none who are educated would argue with that. Now one of the most basic observations we can make about this book called the Bible is that it consists of 66 different books. Each individual book of the Bible is a different and distinct literary unit. Therefore it seems reasonable to me to suggest that the Bible should be studied, first and foremost, book by book. Biblical authors wrote it to a specific audience or with specific recipients in mind, Therefore it is important to know as much as possible about those original recipients because that information indicates the situation that motivated the authors to write what God had prompted them with. To say the same thing another way even thousands of years ago authors were moved by the Spirit of God to write to a specific audience to deliver a specific message. Now Christians today believe that the Bible is not just meaningful and true, but they also believe it is the word of God. That God moved men to write these words that we today know as our Bible. In the New Testament, 2 Peter 1.21 tells us this, For prophecy, it said, never had its origins in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Timothy, in his second book, also tells us, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. Is this book just the profound wisdom of enlightened men or is it something over and above that? Is it just words on a page or is it something more? Is it perhaps a message of love and justice from the creator of the universe to any individual man? or woman who would wish to receive it. And that's what we're going to do together over these next weeks as we look through the beginnings of it all in the book of Genesis. Okay everyone, that's it for this time. Now the place to go for all the links to this ministry and other ministries and podcasts that I do is the podcast notes section of this podcast on the Buzzsprout website. There you'll find links to Facebook page, my YouTube channel, the sister podcast, the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, and also links even to my SoundCloud page where I create the background music and sound design for this podcast. And there's also even, if you're that way inclined, a place where you can support the podcast and the other ministries to the tune of £1 a month, which really helps with the funding and costs of doing this. But other than that, I really trust you've been blessed by our time together and I hope to see you all here again very soon.